morning. Hopefully we got the right mic set up because we forgot to check all those things. Did you check everything? Um, or is it on the camera? I can check right now. Yeah, we're going to check. We got to just do a quick. Yep. They've done a bunch of updates to this, dude. We need to like revisit uh, this thing. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Chat, um, if you're there, how do we sound? That's weird. Yeah, it's Fiore, dude. It's not Happy brand, by the way. Good morning, basically. Happy Easter. Hello. Happy Easter. Welcome to the Nobo Podcast. I'm Luke. This I'm is, Matt. This is Matt. We were suggested that we uh, introduce ourselves that way. So I'm a CF Level 3 CrossFit coach and a senior software engineer. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, what am I? I'm a CrossFit Level 3 certified coach and uh, head coach at CrossFit Ventura. And I'm a, I work at I'm a Procorian. <laughs> I work at Procore, dude. What, what's your title now? Uh, you know, uh, heavy civil and infrastructure, uh, sales development. So my job is solely just, you know, build relationships and rapport with the industry. And we got them on sites. Me and you are going to be taking some trips up and down the coast <laughs> with a different uh, contractors. We got to go to some big ones. My goal is just, you know, seal some big ass deals this year. Nice, dude. Yeah, but uh, that's basically it, you know, so perfect, man. Podcast is really just to talk about everything and anything you want to talk about. We kind of go through different things. We do live call-ins towards the end of the show. <laughs> um, some days it starts early. If our boy Jamie's trying to rip his way in here, that's true. we go early. Um, but uh, aside from that, man, what's well, Easter, no. man. Yeah, it's happy boy, has Easter. it changed as we got older? Yeah, do you remember what it was like growing up? Yeah, Vince tell me your used, first memories of Easter. Vince used to, Vince and Becky used to blow the shit up. Becky would put together big uh, Easter baskets. They'd give bikes, scooters. So most people don't even know what an Easter basket is. Yeah, it's, it's dead. I don't know. Like I, I would uh, mention it to people, and they were like, "What's an Easter basket?" Well, it was basically like Christmas. Like, well, at least our family ran it like that. Like we would go to bed, and then you'd wake up. And and the Easter, Easter basket yeah, because the Easter bunny would do the same thing Santa does. Comes into yeah. your house, puts the Easter basket there. It has candy, other treats. I'm trying to work on my posture too. But I was listening listen to someone else tell me something, and they were like, no, like, the Easter bunny goes around and hides the eggs. Yeah. And then you go on an egg hunt. And no baskets that anymore. That also doesn't make sense because rabbits don't lay eggs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's more of like – for kids to feel good about life. Yeah. Yeah, you can you should work on your posture yeah, I'm too. Sure I did. We probably shouldn't even be sitting, but yeah, we could stand. We yeah, can rip a standing nice. podcast. Um but yeah, now we can't. The camera's all fucked up. Um don't worry about it. But yeah, Easter Bunny it, it, we used to do a bunch of stuff we would do. I think they did like a theme for a while where it was like, right, it was the hype up of summer. So they would, we had the pool, we'd be bathing suits all the time. So we'd always have summertime stuff that would come into the basket. Uh, I remember like Adam and Sarah used to do like bikes and shit. They would get like pretty hefty gifts. Um, Our family would combine and then we'd do the egg hunts. Egg hunts, yeah. Remember when it, they would like mix the hard boiled eggs with the plastic? Yeah. And, like no one gave a shit about the hard boiled yeah. one because the plastic one didn't have cash in <laughs> well, there. Well, so who would put the cash in them? Vince and. I don't know. And they would always throw a big, big dollar in one of them. Yeah, like 50 or 100, yeah. right? Yeah. I some... think a $50 bill. Yeah, somebody. Um, I think that was like between my mom, dad, your parents, and pop and mama, maybe. Yeah. Maybe just Vince, probably just Vince. <laughs> he was like into that. He's uh, I'm not sure what they're doing today, but 
that's a whole different thing. Well, Maybe he'll uh, get in here. I do remember one Easter. Super sick, dude. Like, woke up, fucking had the flu. I was throwing up. And Becky, like, cries when people throw up. So, like, she couldn't handle it. But Vince, like, literally, I remember him catching my throw up and, like, telling me it was okay. <laughs> Super good bedside manner. Um, really helpful. I just remember him, like, nurturing it. Uh, yeah. Another year on Easter, actually, that was my first, basically, my second flight ever. And I went to England. It was like my first international flight went to England for a while. Yeah, on Easter. We left Easter morning. And uh, I remember landing in London. And as we were landing, it was fucking the whole craziest thing. I was young, looked like Harry Potter. And I've never seen anything like it in my life. And it was snowing. But the snow was like a different type of snow. It was like these thick fucking white pellets. That's crazy. I've never even been to England. Yeah, I think it's one of my favorite places. I think also because it's easier with the language barrier. So you don't run into trouble there. Maybe we'll go there. We'll fucking go see Birdie and shit. We'll invite him I up. picture it like not having shady parts, does it? I don't think so. No, I don't remember. Yeah. Certain parts now, it's pretty. I thought it was pretty empty. Like if I remember correct, I've been there twice. Downtown, like England, where Buckingham Palace and all those things. Yeah, not, but there's parks. It's like very pretty city. It's clean. Uh, there's obviously the dirty parts, but I remember like all the gardens and restaurants and pubs. And But is it like Bangkok where you feel like there's no real area that you're going to get into trouble? No, there's yeah. definitely areas you'd get in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's like, I don't think gangs and stuff, but there's, you'd get in trouble. Yeah. Like you're dealing with people that are like, <laughs> the laws are like ours, that they're broken. Whereas like, I felt like in Bangkok, no one would fuck with us because we were American and they just know. Like, I think they're, I'm pretty sure there's laws in place where it's like, don't fuck with. Yeah. I just feel like those people have a better intention than we do. I felt the same about Japan too. Like just very safe feeling place i know they have the yakuza but i wouldn't even know who that would be what do they do they just kill people there's some mafia but no i don't kill people. yeah I mean, they just run their own business operations yeah. and I, the fucking law doesn't fuck with them because they yeah. probably work with them but i remember going to england crazy thing i, I all these memories are just coming back <laughs> i remember i was like petrified of the world ending for some reason at that point in my life and good fear yeah i I don't know there was two fears it was like that an asteroid was gonna come and kill me i was young (laughs) what did you watch on the plane no 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 no. i was young so i remember it goes all the way back to because i had the same exact teacher sarah had in middle school so one of our teachers in middle school they did this in our science class did this like tyler no no um Jason something, Jason Shore or something like that. Um, but anyway, yeah, that, actually, that name sounds familiar. They uh, did this like fake study, so it was like the thing that he put together, and it was like, oh, an asteroid's gonna hit this, 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 and this. And I don't remember where the premises was, but I remember all Sarah and them were fucking with me when I was younger and told me that an asteroid. And then they showed me this paper. I was petrified, for, for, like <laughs> scarred, like I was like I would cry, like middle of the night I'd wake up. I was young, I think I was under ten. Would wake up, look out the window, I'm like fucking look up at the sky. Um, that's why it sucks to be the middle child yeah you just get beat up sarah fucking ruined my life uh tried to like scare me and then i remember one i finally like got older and made my way to school and i had the same teacher we had the same exact study and i just remember being pissed like remembering like the flashbacks came back it like didn't trigger anything for being upset but i just remember the same exact study and i was like this motherfucker yeah because vince tried to convince me that it was just like a, a homework thing but i didn't believe him he was like, it's not real. And I was like, it's definitely real. And then there was like, then at the same exact time, there was that big thing, like the world was ending in 20, 2012. Remember that thing? 
Yeah. Where, Did like, you see that movie with Kieran Knightley and Michael Scott? I was called Michael Scott, whatever his name is. Um, it's called Seeking a Friend for the End of the World. Yeah, you made me watch it with you. We yeah, watched, yeah, we watched it at movie night. Movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. The asteroid hits, and yeah, yeah, that fuck yeah, the world ends in that movie. Yeah. Um, but there was the other shit movie they made in 2012, right? Um, yeah, where like your uh, Yellowstone like explodes and they're like driving the fucking oh, yeah, van. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like before that movie came out, there was the hype of like the world was going to end because that guy predicted that it would end on. Yeah, I think it was like the date of like right around December something, and the next day nothing happened. But being oh, a kid, oh yeah, remember that? Yeah, remember that? It was when the one of the count cal- like the Aztec cal- calendar stopped. stopped. Yeah. It expired, so everybody was like, "That's the end of the end." Yeah. Um, trainer, yeah. So I just remember being like, being a kid's rough, <laughs> like really fucking rough. It's rough kinda... at the same time, it's cool though. Like, don't you miss like having an imagination sometimes? Yeah, funny bring that up. We were just talking about that and like being a kid and how like, well, the way, here's how it came up. So me and Kendall were sitting there, and for some reason, I was in the mood. So I was going through uh, Spotify, and I was playing like all the like classic shows as a kid and playing like the theme songs and seeing if she could guess them and for your information she's i don't know if it's a california thing she didn't know many <laughs> and i don't know if it, she's older than me but she knew a chunk of them um like cat dog she should know more than you yeah knows. yeah because like tv started to like, fade off like each generation has their own disney movies. yeah so she well yeah so it was disney movies but then it was a lot of like cartoon network stuff like uh nickelodeon you guys always had Cartoon Network. We never did because my mom was cheap. Yeah. Yeah. We had all the good shows. What Nickelodeon we... had some gems. Samurai Jack. That my favorite. Yeah, that was your favorite? Rocco's Modern Life was my favorite. Well, one came on. You said you always used to say Cat Dog, didn't you? I remember conversations about that because you guys knew the theme song. Yeah. There was one that came on. So we had this conversation and me and Maggie used to play. Um, well, she knew right away. The second it came on, Rugrats. I fucking love that. I was Tommy. Yeah. You're probably a Tommy too, a personality. Could be. Yeah. Who was his friend? Sarah was Angelica. (laughs) Yeah. Like always ratting people out. Um, Tommy and Chucky and Phil and Dill, Cynthia. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I always think of. Yeah. But me and Maggie would walk around the house and like being a kid and having imaginations, we would like pretend we were rugrats and like i was tommy and she was i forget who she was she was one of the girls um but it was a good time did they have that song on there when you were looking yeah the cynthia song uh i don't know no it was just the theme song where it's like the toy box it sounds like playing so we were that's what was playing but uh so we were just saying like being a kid and the imagination like how awesome that was like as a kid like me and maggie were fucking seven eight maybe ten i don't think ten but pretty young and like how amazing we thought it was oh yeah like we had so much fun i mean just think about this could this was like your fucking greatest fucking tool (laughs) play army man and like go on hunts i remember like we would just turn the lights off and pop the basement and go down there and play It was like josh loved to play these like zombie games he would make up we had like hunt the zombies and he was the zombie no, no, we would all just be like a team, like, like it's a <laughs> co-op game. We would he in the basement with flashlights and like on our hands like this? And what would you guys do? Zombies. Like, <laughs> he always used to love that shit too, because he loved all those video games. That's when life got cool, though. Video games. It was always fun. When we were a co-op. Like then, like you know, when it was 
head to head. It was always like, ah, Josh, I don't want to wrestle you, man. <laughs> well, then I think also then when you grow up, you guys used to play manhunt and shit too, right? Yeah, that was more with the neighborhood. Yeah, but that was really fun too. Ghost in the graveyard. Yeah, those were fun games. I could feel like you could play those now. Still be I know. I said we should do it as a gym, cops and robbers during the daylight. <laughs> I could be adult tag. Yeah. But we just have too many people that would be like. The issue is here is just too fucking city. Mm-hmm. Like, because when we would play, like, it's suburbs, but no one has fucking fences like they do. Yeah, here it's like. So we would just, like, cross neighbors, hide in neighbors' bushes. Yeah, like, whatever you could find. <laughs> could you imagine that now? Like, yeah. everyone's got security cameras and shit. Yeah, you are being recorded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Blow up your spot. Well, I also think that, but also the way the world is now, people would call cops on us all the time. Like, if they saw, first of all, grown-ass adults doing it, so I don't know if we could play anymore. My friend Billy had the best house because it was, like, they were on two acres, and then they were surrounded by farms. So there was like cornfield in the back and then two cornfields on the side. So we play ghost, ghost in the graveyard there. And basically it just ended up like sprinting through cornfields. That's awesome. I remember Billy chased Nate, I think for like three miles. He like cut through the cornfield, <laughs> hit the back on the street, came up and then he was running up the driveway. And that's funny as shit. And we were all just chilling. Like we stopped hiding at that point because we were like, where'd they go? Because they were just hunting they each other. Running. That's awesome. The, uh, the other scary part with that is in today's world, I don't think you could even play those games anymore because people are just fucking nuts. Like, yeah. would can you imagine like in that same situation in those fields doing it at nighttime? Would you be scared? Like as a kid, I feel like we didn't have fears. No. Like yeah. now if I were to do it, I'd be like, there's somebody else here with us. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Like I'd be petrified. Um, you ever play Kick the Can? Short period, so the neighbors we played it in Boy Scouts. It was the fucking dopest game, but I can never redo it. Why? I don't know. It was just wasn't as fun. When you oh, oh okay, if you tried to play not at Boy Scouts, yeah, the way it was was like there was the cabin here, and then like on either side was each person's can, so you had to go through the sides, and like and the goal was to kick the can. I forget to. But if you get caught, they take you and put you in prison. So you can either then go kick the can or pull someone out of prison. Yeah. Okay. It was just fun. Yeah. Just like, yeah. 12 boys per team we used to play that at uh at our neighbors the hugglers because they were the old school they would be like why are you doing this play this game and they taught us that i remember it's like a people thing though yeah like you just said like if you're playing manhunt like if you're playing with 20 people there's no way that's not gonna be fun yeah it doesn't even matter if somebody's gonna (laughs) be a little weasel those are always fun and then we grow up yeah, just drink coffee. And drink coffee at work. <laughs> we don't read. Um, video games. I mean, the world's different now. Me and you, on the other hand, we have a lot of hobbies. Oh, yeah. A lot of hobbies. Tons of hobbies. So today. I'm actually looking at one of my hobbies right now. We're going to talk about hobbies. <laughs> What's that hobby? Uh, photography. Photography. How long did you do it? Holy shit. We did it when, uh, what iPhone was it? I didn't even have an iPhone, did I? Yeah, I did. But what was it? Definitely, yeah. I think you had an iPhone before I did. No fucking way. Oh, you know, you had the iPod. iPod. Yeah, yeah, that's how our relationship started. Was <laughs> you helped me set it up? <laughs> yeah, and it like only worked on yeah. Wi-Fi. Life's sad, dude. Yeah. It's kind of There's no more iPods. Anymore. Yeah, they got rid of it. They just patented the AirPod case with a touchscreen on it, so nobody else can make it now. So it's an air, it's a an uh, a headphone case with a touchscreen on it. Don't know why you would need that. But they didn't release it. No, it's just patent until mm-hmm. a certain year. So I think the plan or what I read was like twenty twenty five. So I'm sure the next AirPod was like a lock. 
tell oh to lock it i wonder it was like a touchscreen it had like the pluses they don't know oh, what oh i thought you meant like the touch id thing no that'd be it sick like too though screen. that would be on there too i'm sure it'd have a, like somebody could fucking easily pry that open yeah um but you know then they do fucking crazy stuff that you don't even know exists <laughs> um okay so photography yeah we had that we used the iphones then we blossomed into a dslrs and then we bought the most expensive ones you can get your hands on and then and then we retired that was a good hobby because it got us out yeah, that it was inspiration to go out in nature and do stuff. I always wonder why it it faded out. Part of me wonders if it's just because when we were doing it, we felt like pioneers. Well, we would always play games like that. No, imagination. I mean, like we were like, I don't want to be like arrogant, but like I feel like we were pretty like fresh on the beat of like yeah, photography, photography for Instagram. Well, we always say, yeah, I think we were but and then it got saturated and then like when it was less like everyone's going to yosemite to take picture or like the wildflower bloom yeah like we got disinterested yeah it was just like everybody oh. was doing the same thing yeah we'd yeah. always used to say the comment of everybody's a photographer what what's special about mine and it's literally like you just said like who has clout yeah. if you have a million followers and luke has one but his one picture is the same as the million follower the million followers winning and then we tried to make money off of it. Yeah. We did like some engagement shots and then we were like really hated it. Yeah, it wasn't fun. Yeah, I always felt yeah. awkward charging people. I don't know how Gaz does it. I mean, good for him. It's hard. I don't like, I mean, you know, he struggles. He struggles to make people pay him. I don't think anybody pays him. Um, as far as I'm more Gaz, when you watch this man, drop it in the comments. <laughs> do people pay you and how comfortable or uncomfortable do you feel charging? Even with the coaching, I felt uncomfortable forever. Another, yeah, but that was a profession, so I got paid professional at it. Quote Eric we'll had it. me do that event him and his label put on, and then after that, I was like, I fucking that's not was done just, with it. Yeah, it was so boring compared yeah. to the stuff we would do. You know what? I was irritated with like some of the school events and like my photos up next against other people's, and I would lose. And I was like, Are you shitting me. <laughs> I forgot you were doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Like that really pissed me off. Yeah. Like, and again, it wasn't an arrogant thing. It was like, well, I, I just don't, this isn't fun because yeah. it's really just like these people are voting on who wins based off of what they enjoy, not like the quality of the photo. Like, uh, like the, I don't remember all the terminology, but at the time I knew it was like the points of photography, different grids, whatever. Like I was matching all those things. And then somebody was winning who took a picture of their fucking dog and everybody liked it or stuff, or <laughs> yeah. stuff like that yeah. or like abstract photos. And it was just like, all right, well, that's annoying. They don't even know how to do shit with water. And I just did like those waterfall shots we would get. And epic. yeah, like I just thought it was really fun because we learned all these things on our like own. Another. I always go back to our Instagram. So I'm always like, ah, man, we were so good. Yeah. Scroll through it. And you get like a slight moment of inspiration. Then you're like, yeah, man. And then it burns off. Chapters done. So that was one hobby. Yeah. What about you? Well, we did the, I feel like we do a lot of these hobbies together. All right. I guess tennis is a hobby now. I don't play it anymore. But that no, that wasn't a hobby. That was like a passion that I was trying to be good at. Uh, hobby though. Yeah, now it's a hobby. I, like I would pick it up and go play. I have no problem. The uh, coffee's a hobby for sure. Coffee's a hobby. Um, we got a lot. Coffee. We were into hiking at one point. Like we always were like getting gear to do things. And I don't think those things are dead to me. Like I would pick up a camera and I'd still be good at it. I still have my camera. If you pick this up, you could go take pictures and do better than most people. I think it's more of just we evolve into different things. And uh, like traveling, right? I wouldn't want to take that camera with me and carry it around anymore for two things. Like, Actually, I don't know. I would. Like in Vietnam, I had fun doing that. I thought that was cool. I like, carried it around. 
I, you were by yourself. Yeah. Or do you mean the trip? I'm the trip. I enjoyed it. Um, like I was looking like at all those pictures and like when we were at the the hand bridge and like trying to do things. But also I do remember now if I recall those moments, like there was a point when me and you were now behind the curve. Like we had iPhones, we were posting first on Instagram, then we got the DSLRs, then we got the really good cameras. Then all of a sudden we were like, how are people getting these pictures? And it was like the first group of people that had drones. And it was yeah. like they were taking these epic shots of like Yosemite and like water and oceans. And it was like, how are they doing this? And it was just like we were losing because they had drones and they were like having passes to go to certain places. Like then that's when it got not fun. And then like I tried the GoPro to thing. To your point now that I'm thinking about it, like, yeah, I do remember like as we got the bigger cameras, then you needed nice glass. Like yeah. The one that we're looking at right now was probably my smaller one. And then I have another one. And then, then it was just like. I'm carrying this fucking big ass camera. I'm carrying my two lenses for some stupid yeah. fucking reason. Yeah. But then it becomes like we were super rugged with it. And then it's like, like you're lugging a drone now. Yeah. Like, who wants to fucking do yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, and they're fragile, dude. Like, like I'm, I think I'm getting to the point now in my life where I don't even really like to carry a backpack around yeah. when I'm traveling yeah. anymore. Like, I, I agree. Walking around a city with a fucking backpack. Yeah. Cause you also you look stupid. It's yeah. like we said, like when we were in Vietnam, like we all just had, I think I had a fanny pack. Yeah. And that was it. And I'd much rather have that than a whole damn backpack. Um, I think there's just certain, I don't know. I, what are your thoughts on hobbies? I guess there's a billion hobbies. Like our list grows and it just continues to grow. Trill makes the comment that we have too many hobbies. I don't think you can have too many hobbies in my opinion. I don't think so. Because I think those hobbies blossom into different things and they sculpt you. And I also think they- I think you're living to the fullest in my opinion. With hobbies? Yeah, like you're exploring all the things yeah. that life has to give. And then you dive and then you start to really blossom into one of them. It was like where I was going to like. Or maybe you don't. Yeah. Well, I mean, with like the CrossFit thing that ultimately started as a hobby when we both had our level ones. It was like my job at the time, but it was one of those things where it was yeah. like it was going to be short lived with the pay. And then. Plus, that's more experiences. And then that creates more ways to connect with people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know. But then we blossomed into basically like being the top of this this field like we're level three coaches which is the top one percent and now right there's a level four but it's still like that's a not that's less than one percent because the tests are so limited like these big names don't even have it yet like birdie doesn't have it yet um so there's that but like you just said they open up doors avenues to new things because then the level three built the confidence on ultimately for me to then like go get this pro core job like i took so many of those things from the level one manual was it fair to say all our hobbies are kind of like curves so they always go like this and they kind of either plateau or they just kind of fall off yeah, yeah i think that's so with, i would say that's most people though yeah like i don't think with anybody i think career-wise and everything like uh, i know a person who was in the vet world for a while and loved it super passionate about it and <laughs> i think still should be in that sort of like industry like loves helping people but the passion of the helping the animals was like the realization of like, is my life good still? Dude, fucking Chris is just calling you out on hair loss. As a balding man, I support your choice to go natural with your hair loss journey, Luke. Chris, my guy, I love you, dude. Happy Easter, man. Chris is good. Chris, man, this guy still has a full head of hair. Like, this guy's, yeah. I mean, I, like <laughs> we could pull up Instagram pics of fucking Chris on here. Um, Chris got me into a hobby, actually. I never really dove into it too much. Uh, collecting knives. Oh yeah. Yeah. I have a couple bench maids. I have how many knives? Chris gave me one. I have bought the bench made off you, right? Uh, then I bought my other bench made. 
then I have like three or four other ones, not nice ones. And then there's that place next to the Lucky Llama. Maybe that's not a hobby. Well, what would you call it? Well, he I has a hobby. Pop personality type of collection. Yeah, that's yeah. I was just going to bring up. But I think that's a hobby because like I when I go like the bourbons, I just brought this up last night to Kendall was like, I have so many bottles of bourbon. I was like, I should give them away. And then I was like, it's bourbon. It doesn't go bad. It's like if I just sit it there, all of a sudden it becomes a vintage bottle potentially. But I would keep your. Yeah, I mean, that's the point of collecting. Yeah, I'm going to keep them because exactly like they're bourbon. They're never going to go bad. Like Trill's mom's given us this. That scotch, right? Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, they're collector items. But it's though. just in a cool box. Yeah. And it comes with a little scroll. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, it's just old. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, and you just keep that's what I was saying to Kendall. We need to like put all those things on display and like even the bottle, yeah, bottle I mean, of wine. I remember her dad uh, wanted to have a drink of it with me. I don't know why. He was just in a nice mood. But like it doesn't taste very good. At least I didn't like it. It's different. It's yeah. Cool. <laughs> well, I said that I, I, I brought it up to her because I was like, I don't drink, but. Some days I wish I did. Like she opened up her freezer and there's a bottle of vodka in there. And I was like, oh, that's disgusting. But I was yeah. like, there's some days where I wish I could just or would want mean, like, to. The difference between like, that's why I feel like collection is more of like a, a personality type for you. Like um, versus like if let's say you liked bourbon a lot, it's not like you're sitting there drinking the bourbon. Yeah, you're it's more of the collecting the, the bottles the and bottles. the different brands. Yeah, I agree. Like I'm. I'll send you some vids. My new custom chefs I'm getting this week. Yes, yeah, send them to us. We'll pull them up on here. Chris, I used to sharpen my knives. He like customized all his benchmates. He gets new handles. He gets like little metal pieces yeah, put on them. That's obvious. Yeah, he makes the the knife himself. Um, I like. Well, I don't even know what they call it. Chris. What do they call that? Where he like changes though, like the look of the knife, like stone washes them or. I'm pretty sure he does that, where he sends them off to places. Is this but... the same Chris that does collects the figurines? No, that's the other Chris. Okay. Don't ever talk about this one. <laughs> He's gonna get upset. <laughs> he was like really into Aquaman. That's a yeah. No, that's a he does love Aquaman. That's a <laughs> that's a big collection that he spends. Fucking Chris, sorry, how much money do you think he spends on that shit? Like each but one of those of them are in the like original box, right? He takes them out of the box. He keeps all the box, like not like he displays it really nice in this nice glass case and has a pile of fucking boxes. But he had they're like, what are they called? Um, God no, he's <laughs> what are those called though? Um, no, but they have a name. They're uh, I've like thought about getting like some of the Marvel ones. They're like six hundred bucks, and then you wait two years for some of them. Uh, Hot toys. No. they're called Hot toys, and some of them are like he has the Thanos one. It's huge. Uh, yeah, they're really cool. Like really detailed. He. I mean, Chris doesn't like them because he's not into superheroes, hot toys. Yeah. Um, collect, I don't know. Would you define collecting things as hobbies, though? No, I like like you said, like I would feel like. Like for the knife thing, like if you went Chris level and you were like customizing your yeah, a different story. Like yeah. Or like, like the bourbon. <laughs> bill, yeah. <laughs> like building cases and stuff, I guess we're putting them yeah, on display. Like yeah. The, they're in a box in a garage the bourbon stuff, too. It's just like if you treated the bourbon like you treated coffee. Yeah. I feel like that would be more of a different. Yeah. If I, yeah, yeah. Like really digging into like, I mean, that's nothing wrong with being a collector either. Like no. It's just your as long as it's not. Yeah. As long as like the hats, the same thing. Hats. How many I was just telling Kendall yesterday, how many Stetsons I have. <laughs> um. And then I was like, I need to put them on display. <laughs> the other new issue, skateboards. Skateboards. Yeah, and new I have hobby. New hobby. But I like Trill thinks I'm uh, like flaky, or she thinks we both are. Would you say that's the case? Not flaky. She, how does she, Trill? You're in the chat. Drop it. Would you say? Because we can't put that on the public internet. <laughs> Come on, my guy. <laughs> um, Ma, get him out of here. <laughs> I get. I don't. 
I don't agree with Trill on this one. I think it's a good thing. Yeah, because it, it it opens doors, but I don't think she means it in a bad way. Um, they are outdoor hats. Yeah, they're Mark outdoor hats. The stuff, dude. But they're like really. In my mouth. Well, then fucking tell us in chat what you said. Yeah, hop in. We got the like, Chris. You're it's easier. You're at work. No one's there. Drop in if he wants. Oh shit, we missed some comments. He spent over thirty k on those things. Holy shit, that's a car. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot. Okay, outdoor hats. You guys are just putting words in my mouth. I just said you guys change hobbies a lot. Okay, that's what she did say. She did say that, and this is why we're clarifying it. Yeah. I'd like to discover or understand that a little bit more. Like, we have hobbies. You have a bunch. I mean, the coffee thing. You were really into roasting, and I don't it think it's done. Like we're in the same room. Uh, exactly. Oh, hundred percent. Like he doesn't like it, but it's different. Like. They can come to us basically for anything, and we have somewhat of exposure to it. Yeah. Like, what can I go to Rick for? Music. <laughs> <laughs> and video games. Like, that's it. Like, I like having this. It's, we always say this. If you have a friend that does something, like for knives, for example, and it never pisses Chris off. If I had a question about a knife, he, he answers it for me. Yeah. He never says to me, Google it. He always is like, he gets annoyed sometimes, and he'll be like, I don't know. Fuck you. And then all of a sudden I get 40 text messages with different links to different yeah. stuff that he knows about because he's done the extensive research. I just think like, like, yeah, like we're talking about the more hobbies you have, the more experiences you have, the more ways you can connect with people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or you also another example, the car situation from my one friend. And I always go to him and he just like, he meet, I'm like, hey, what should I do for this loan or X, Y, and Z? And he gives me a fucking dickhead answer. Yeah. That pisses me off. It's like, you are, a, we'll call you an expert in this. Yeah. It's like if somebody came to me about CrossFit and wanted my opinion and I said, Google it. Like, I don't know. Google it. I don't know how to squat. Dude. I think we take, yeah. I mean, some hobbies we definitely advance a lot further in the chain. Like we get closer to the expert level. But other ones, not so much. Like I'm trying to learn to surf, but if anyone was trying to like ask me for advice on surfing, like I wouldn't be able to keep up. Yeah. Uh, how many excursions have I gone on with you to support you? A lot. Um, you both to support you. Yeah, a lot. Um, a few. Yeah, a few. <laughs> what? Wait, but so surfing? Go back into that. So like you know, like so photography, we've taken like full blown. We were like really masters of that. Yeah. Close to masters of that. Yeah. We can, hold, hold okay. our own against someone who was also doing it for like Christopher Carr. Yeah. Like him and I were, or us were to talk with him. We probably could be able to keep up but like surfing, for example. Like I haven't really taken that one that far. Yeah. It's not like on my stack of running hobbies. It's not really ever. It's just something uh, I'm working on slowly trying to like get good enough at that. I could just do it. <laughs> we appreciate it, dude. Yeah, we appreciate it. We like that you're here, you know? Trill says she hates us. Um, Don't forget, chat if you want to, you know. Hey, Chris, you up. can drop drop in here, man. Hobbies. You can show us some different stuff. Talk to forget us about your hobby. New hobby that we should talk about. We're already thirty minutes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're trying well, to keep actually, this. No, is it new? No, different. And it's also like people think it's always spur of the moment. I can recall several conversations this year of us talking about this. Oh yeah. Right when you moved in, we said, "How sick would it be?" But the new hobby, to pull it up, show, fucking <laughs> show. I'm share the screen. Um. What are you gonna pull up? Oh, I'm just gonna show them what kind of you know the main the main the main jam that we just placed. Yeah, like maybe you could find a it. picture of it. We're gonna put it together later today. We got a bunch of shit to kind of take care of today. But uh, guy. <laughs> he's always the first thing that pops up. We don't even like him. <laughs> so check it out, chat. 
this isn't really a new hobby for us, but it's kind of like we were just talking about, like how some hobbies kind of fade out. Yeah, and come in and out. Back in. We'll fade it back in. We'll go, we'll go into it a little bit. We have images of like full ones. Yeah. So we're more of the stories we're bought. We are doing saltwater fish tanks again. We're starting out with the basics, the Fluval Evo. Um, we're going to set those bitches up today. This is what it's going to look like, basically. So new hobby, but like Matt was saying, old hobby. Do you have pictures of your old one? Uh, nah, I don't think so. I do somewhere deep in Instagram. Showing chat here. See that chat? Um, so it's pretty cool tank, actually. Yeah, it is dope. I was just thinking the same thing. A lot of cool, a lot of shit. But though you can add those, right? Yeah. The anemones and stuff, we can always just like, because they're expensive startups. Like once a month, we can go buy a new one, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we're doing saltwater fish tanks. I don't know if the chat's saying anything. I can't see, but um, <laughs> working Easter brunch. Yeah, you hop in here. Are you guys busy? You have AirPods? <laughs> Fucking hop in. I'll just talk to you. I'll That's call you AirPods. out your orders. Um, so we're going to be doing that, but I don't think it's an old hobby. Well, it's an old hobby. I don't think it's a new hobby. We both had fish tanks growing up. You had a, what, 50 gallon? Did you ever have a saltwater? No, you only no had I only had the freshies. But you came over a lot. We went to yeah. The yeah, Captain Nemo's. So the fish tank place. Um, I don't think you have any on your thing. You might, like, deep, or your mom has pictures. Facebook. How hard is it to scroll? Uh, it's pretty hard. Facebook might be better, actually. Go, Yeah, you have all those albums. Yeah. They definitely have the fish tank thing on there. Yeah. <sighs> Get up over it. Nah, pull it up, dude. <laughs> I'll keep talking to the chat. Right, and pull it. We need to, we're going to also set your second monitor up today. I want yeah, that put on your list. I stand. Yeah, let's order that. Um, But so we're setting those up. I don't think it's an old hobby because okay, we had them growing up. You had the salt water. You had 50 gallons? 55 gallon. 55 tank. gallon. I think I had a 30 gallon tank. We would go all the time to the fish stores. I'm pretty sure you helped me. I had the fresh water, so not as fun. And then I struggled with like setting it up because I would just use fucking tap water from the sink. So. It would always get cloudy and a bunch of other shit. Um, I just think, I don't know. One of the things that bring me joy is animals. Like when we walked in the fish store yesterday, I was like, fuck, this is awesome. I love this place. The thing I liked about saltwater, and I just feel like you don't get it as much from a freshwater, is that, I don't know, you create this little like ecosystem. Yeah, ecosystem. Yeah, that like will thrive as long as you take somewhat care of it. Like it, the, the bacteria, it like works itself. I would do a freshwater tank if it was like fucking like the Everglades, like green and plants everywhere. And it'd be like, I didn't even know he was in here still. He's been hiding. <laughs> um, yeah. The other cool thing, I'm sure freshwater lives this long, but what I was reading, like clownfish live three to six years. Yeah. And then if we had like three of those and then a bunch of like anemones and different things on the coral, it's going to be really cool. Apparently, if you make them like really comfortable. Yeah. Or like if. And like it's a really good tank they'll breed but it's it's hard, hard to not kill them no, hard to like make them want to breed in a captive environment but oh still, wow like and that'd be sick could you imagine having tons of mini little clownfish that'd be awesome that you're uh, that you breeded that'd be really fucking sick but they can stay in the tank you don't have to take them out right or you do you gotta like collect all the eggs and put them in a little breeder that's tank what i thought like, yeah the side just yeah they're like tiny little specks of yeah the yeah that's what i thought and then they grow up and they stay in there, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that'd be sick. We just have to pay attention. How do you know if you get a male or female? I think they automatically sex if you get them young enough. So yeah. the female will get big and the male will be small. So we yeah, and I was also reading you have to when you buy it, you should buy two clownfish that are together already. So that was that. We're gonna probably how many fish are you thinking of doing? Like three? Three or four? 
Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking, I don't know if a seahorse can go in there, but it'd be pretty sick. I'm thinking two clownies, one of the the basics. I'm pretty sure basically what you got. <laughs> the but I don't know. Some of them, um, some of the clownfish you can get, some of the other ones you can't. I'll probably start out with some small ones and it'd be fucking sick. I'm excited. Um, this stuff makes me, you know, happy. I love it. Can't wait to go to work when we always do our like, what'd you win this weekend? Um so to wrap it in, pull it together. I think you should do hobbies that bring joy. That like things that even if you're not good at it, like the same thing with the skateboards. Like I was like embarrassed for a minute when we were at Arbor. You didn't find it. It's too hard to navigate. I, I just, where it is. I just chill. If you're watching, can you go to Matt's <laughs> Facebook page and find pictures of his fish tank? Um, I'm sure you're watching. So I need you to go on his Facebook page, find some pictures. But I think hobbies, if you're doing them, it, it brings people together. I think also in like friendships and relationships, if you're friends with somebody, like we were saying yesterday, like, I like to be friends with people that allow you to grow as a person. Yeah. And like somebody who does not have a lot of hobbies can can take those experiences and make them their own. Like, right? If I'm at Kendall's house and Kendall is now part of this ecosystem of the fish tank, she might not do a lot with it besides like drop fucking raw food in it at the top and like yeah. put the little krill or whatever you put in it or like the frozen little tablets and they eat it. But then at some point it's going to be like, um, I would be a seahorse, Chris. I appreciate you, man. Um, <laughs> You'd probably be a clownfish because you're the funniest guy I know. <laughs> um, I just think friends who have it allows you to grow, right? It helps sculpt you into being something else. Yeah. And I think that's how you should choose your friends or your companions or whatever you're going to call them. But I think the biggest thing is you just need support. Yeah. Like somebody not being like, don't get a fish tank. You guys are stupid type of deal. Exactly. Yeah. Well, but yeah. Or it's like the money thing. It's like, don't why are you going to waste money on that? And it's like, it's not wasting money because it brings joy, but it's not like any of us are walking around like, fuck, I'm broke. It's like, it's not like we're spending money. Like we're being cautious about how we're doing this. Yeah. I don't know. After we bought the house, you changed. You changed a lot. <laughs> Me and Trill were talking about well, not Trill. I brought it up to her and then I tried to tell Kendall. I was like, Matt changed. <laughs> and maybe who was it? I was talking to somebody. It might have, no, I think it was. Yeah, it was Rose. Because I was like, nah, because she said like calls you cheap like always. And I was like, Matt's changed. There's like some days I don't get Venmo requests for certain things. <laughs> and that's how you know it. Um, well, it's just like you just mentioned. Like, I don't know. This was the last big purchase. And like, sure, I could save it all and just keep put, paying down the mortgage and pay it off super mm -hmm. early. But at the same time, it's like, well, let's just start living life. Yeah, don't. You could just text it to us, Joe, and we'll pull it up if he found something. Um, yeah, just send the link. Yeah, just send the link. Or you can, uh, yeah, just go to the like, copy and paste of whatever the URL is at the top. Um, this is Fran. She's disgusting. You are disgusting. <laughs> I don't want you licking me. Um, yeah, I think you've changed. Do you think, why do you think that is? Because you want to just enjoy life more? No, I just think this was like the last big per purchase um, that I needed to make. And like like I just mentioned, I didn't fully, like it's not like I bought the house in straight cash and it's paid off, but I don't know. Like I'm not, what else am I saving for? Yeah, I agree. Except for like later years in life that yeah. I don't even know if I'm going to get to. Yeah, that's just, I think that might, be, I don't even think it's that you bought the house. I think it's the fear, not the fear, but it's like the realization of like. Yeah. I'm not saying like I'm going to be stupid and just like spend everything that, and then when I'm fucking 90, I'm fucked. Or if you got laid off or whatever, yeah. but different story. It's I'm just living a little bit. Yeah. It's like the simple thing that I can think of is like the stakes is like we want to ribeye once or twice a week. Yeah. 
yes, it's expensive, but a ribeye is twenty dollars. Is forty dollars a week extra on our food for enjoyment and like really enjoying it gonna kill us? That's what's so weird about how the world's set up. It's like the 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 mentality is like, all right, you gotta go and do all this schooling. So you're fucking in school jail till Jesus. You're like. Depends what you're doing, but yeah, at least twenty four. If you're going to be a doctor, like twenty eight, maybe I think older. Then you're in debt, so then you got to grind, and then all this time you're just saving and waiting and waiting. Then you have kids, you have a family, then you're waiting and waiting, and then finally, when you're sixty five, it's like I'm going to go on all these vacations. But then it's like I don't know, are you going to be able to do like a Bangkok, Vietnam, the way we did did it, sixty five, or want to do it that way? Want to do it, yeah. yeah. And like, and those where you—that's where you gain those experiences. Like, are you gonna be, am I going to be able to get on a scooter in a fucking random place where I don't speak word and not be like just too scared to even try it? At yeah, that point? probably. I don't know. I, I think so. I don't know what I'll be like at sixty-five, but I mean, I can't see it being as eager to do something like that. Well, I think that comes also along the lines of that's why Vince wants to do those things with us because I'm going to get him on here actually and ask him this. I think before we do get him on, I think he's afraid. To do those things by himself or potentially it's like hey these young guys are willing to do all those things and i'm not afraid but i would never do them on my own so if he just follows behind us it's like an excitement for him let me send him this link <laughs> yeah but it's just weird i mean we're just in this i mean that's just kind of the way the world works i guess and you just got to figure out ways not to fall into that trap but uh yeah so same with like spending money like do you really want to just save all your cash never experience anything until like you're mm-hmm. 60 or just never get any of the yeah, stuff like you never want do any hobbies till yeah. you're 60 yeah i i think it kind of goes back to also like some of the enjoyment like if some, if you're spent like for me the car i was spending 400 500 600 plus gas 900 bucks a month on a car i fucking hate it and it was like went through the the numbers and all those things and made sure it was like a responsible decision, but it was like, cool, am I going to enjoy this a lot more? And I'm still spending money on it. That's the question though. Now that all the shit's done, you have the car. Like, how do you feel in it compared to, I love it compared to <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm happy in it. I don't mind driving to work now. Yeah. I, I feel like it fits me currently in my life. The only downside, the, the big thing is the dogs, but also it's like not that big of a deal. It's like I still take Fran in it. No, I won't put Coda and Fran in at the same time, probably. But if it was just Coda, he would probably yeah. just lay there and I would take him. But who knows? Maybe three years down the road where it lost its newness. Maybe it goes like, yeah, fuck it. Go ahead. Yeah, that's also <laughs> true. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Year. And that doesn't, that's also the other piece behind it. But I think, like you said, you have to spend or do those experiences. Yeah. Otherwise, it doesn't, it's not worth it. And I think one of the big other pieces that I like to do, and I think other people should do more of, is, if you have something that you really like, share it with people, like find a group of people or like go try to explore sharing your knowledge. So like Chris, for example, like that's a really small tight knit community. And there's a lot of people who know a lot about it, but Chris knows enough, like latch onto those people, which he does learn from those people, but at the same time, share that with other people. Like um, Fabian used to do that with the, the gym or the restaurant stuff with me it would be like, I know this about wine. I'm going to share what I know with you about wine. And then whatever you can latch on and grab, you're going to blossom and take that with you. Like he was really good at sharing yeah. random things That's with cool. you. That's yeah. how Napa got so big. Yeah. This one dude, I think it was Mandavi, Robert Mandavi. Okay. And instead of like just being super competitive and like locking down all his info on his vineyard and like not telling anybody, he just like shared, he held all these things, like tried to get as many farmers like 
doing good wine. They used to collaborate on all oh, that's that. That's awesome. So all of Napa rose and because everybody was doing it. Yeah, because Valley. okay, that's or awesome. A good place to get good grapes for wine. That's fucking sick. But like, yeah, like people like that are what you want to be. Yeah, I just don't think you can. Or I don't think you should hide stuff from people, basically. Yeah. I think you should just do whatever you want. Another hobby, pickleball. Just yeah, we just picked it up. <laughs> picked that one up. Yeah, trying to dive into that. We you know, did our usual. We bought the $100 racket. <laughs> um, we don't have the other gear, so I don't think we went too bally or baller, but we uh, we bought enough stuff to do it, Yeah, which is good. Um, we, you also did it with the camping shit. My God, you have so much camping shit. Yeah, well, we were doing it a lot in Arizona. Yeah. Now it's just the life doesn't allow for it. Eh, maybe it'll come back though. That's yeah, I, yeah, and that's a cool thing too with the camping. You don't have to get rid of it. It's like the sleeping bag that we have is supposed to be a lifetime sleeping yeah. bag. Mine's folded up, so probably fucking ruined. Like Trill always gives me shit about the guitars, but it's just like I mean, I don't know. Maybe when I'm 65 and I'm old yeah. and don't feel like going out, I'll pick back up. Music yeah. Also, like, yeah, like don't you don't need to get rid of it. It's not like they're gonna die. Yeah. Um. But I just think people need to be less afraid of doing things too, like trying things. Yeah. Like Trill wants a little. Puffer fish. Here's a good one. Are there any hobbies that you've tried and they're just completely like you're never fucking going back? Um, like, terrible experience. Like I'm not glad I tried it, but never doing it again. Hobbies. That's hard. <laughs> I'm trying to think too. Yeah, a couple. I think I probably can help you answer too, but I don't know if you would not go back to it or you would think they're terrible. I thought I would enjoy making kombucha and shit like that just too much of a tedious thing for like very little fucking return of satisfaction. Oh, like yeah, yeah, every time I did it, it was just like, it's not fun. It just like was frustrating. I did a lot of reading, learning, asked people questions. And it was just like always in the end of the day, it was like, this isn't fun. Like, like I don't want to make kombucha. I like, could say the same for brewing. Beer, that's what I was going to say for you. Not like something I really care to do. Mm -hmm. It's just like for the home process, it's like, it's not worth it. I'd much rather spend that time doing something else or like go to a brewery or go buy kombucha from somebody yeah, who fucking makes it. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. That's funny, too. But I tried it. Yes. I mean, there's things we try that don't work out. I'm trying to think of any more, though. It's hard because. All right. We got your pick. How do I pull this up on you? Uh, can you post it? I'm going to post chat. it in Discord. All right. Post it in Discord and then we'll share it. Um, trying to think of other hobbies though that's the you only have one pick deep on your instagram <laughs> and it's just a picture i thought it was a video i also sure there's also a video there where i give a little tour unless it's on instagram but uh she says no i thought it was on facebook oh yeah maybe it's on facebook yeah you're probably right i don't think instagram existed which is weird to think about she sent you the pick not the link yeah True. You should just be able to share that screen. Oh, you mean share Discord? Yeah. It's a really small pick. Tiny. All right, chat. Here's my this wasn't even my 55 gallon though. This was your smaller one, right? Yeah. The, your mom still has all the gear, right? She has. Uh no, I think we finally cleaned it all out. Um, okay. She might have some pumps though now that you bring it up, but you know, working with her is a pain in the ass and we'd probably never get them shipped. That's also true. It wouldn't happen until 50 fucking years. I don't ago. even know how to use Facebook. Yeah, there's my clowny. That's on the very first tank. There's a video trail where I talk about stuff, but it's probably hard to find. She but found yeah, it. She's she got it. it. Yeah. She's got the link. I'm sending the link right now. <laughs> All right, Chad, here we go. Going deep in the archives. I just dropped it in Discord. It was on IG. <laughs> this is when first IG came out. Is there talking in it? 
I think let's so. find this out. Video? No, this is a pick trail. Six hundred and eight weeks ago. Not even that long ago. No, but this is just a picture. Oh, that's pretty fucking long. That's fifty-two weeks in a year. That's really fucking long. <laughs> that's eight years, right? There's a better pick. Dope. I think Blaine, you have a video on your Facebook. We'll find that. We'll post that on the Instagram at some point. Um, yeah, like pull it up. All right. What were we talking about hobby wise? Just bad ones that didn't work out. I don't want to say bad, but ones that you tried and it was like, I'm probably never doing that again. Yeah, I think that was the biggest one was just the kombucha, like making shit at home. Like even was looking up yesterday to like make per- fermented cabbage and stuff. I was like, I'd rather just spend the the eight dollars on it and eat yeah. it once a week because it's like i uh, i don't know it's just a lot i wouldn't do it it's a pain in the ass you gotta buy the jars and you gotta prep it it's like if you do the routine not a big deal but another one for me was vinyl vinyl records yeah remember i had collecting the turntable got all this. yeah it's like half collecting half it being into it but yeah like i got rid of the turntable all yeah. the ways to play it now i just have the actual vinyls and even those i have like most of them just in a box and only a few on display. Yeah. Probably so... another one I wasn't into that much either. It's hard there's... to think though. Yeah. There's, there's so many things you do. <laughs> one thing I actually, another hobby was the chickens at home. I didn't hate it. It was just more of like a thing where it was like, all right, the PA winters just made it brutal. Yeah. And then like the setup and the coop was great, but the coop was way too big and it was like hard to get in and clean. And like the yeah. way pop engineered, it was like, it was great. But at the same time, it's just like, oh, this is a disaster. So that would be the biggest thing there. But what would be your, to finish it out, what would be your biggest piece of advice to give people on hobbies and relating it somewhat to like what you have in the space of fitness and like how you guide people in that world? So like, right, you guide people in CrossFit and how to do things and how would you take what you do there and bring it into like the outside world, into life and like nourishing relationships and friendships and yourself, yeah, with hobbies? I think one, always go with an open mind. Two, go in as hard as you can. I like, like, uh, like, don't be afraid to try shit. Like, don't be afraid if like, it's, uh, if, if it, let's say it's a, let's say you're doing a fish tank, right? And the startup cost is $500. You can afford it. It's not top end. It's not the high end, but, uh, it's good enough. Like, yeah, go in, do it. Take the, spend the money. If you have the money to go fucking hard in and drop like the best tank, in the world and it's a thousand dollars like yeah fucking do it yeah i agree i agree what's the worst thing that's gonna happen doesn't work and you sell it for half the price like you're still getting some money back and you tried something yeah Uh, so i think that's a big one and then like also the last piece would be like don't ride it out till you hate it when you're done with it get rid of it or finish it out yeah just be like just be done with it like don't force yourself to do it like like photography right like if we were to just keep pushing like wedding photography like we would i feel like i'd probably completely hate mm-hmm. photography just to get a career yeah or make money out of something and I, I i love the idea of like doing your passions and like you don't you like and i'm not discrediting anybody like people who can do it it's a grind to make your passion a career that is successful for you like and again a career whatever you, your means of living are like i think i said this yesterday like i like a lot of nice stuff like those stets and hats for example are not cheap like so me working a career that doesn't allow for that yeah go and ways into my like happiness like i like to travel traveling is expensive yeah like if you want to go do those things like 
owning my own gym did not allow for that financially and with my time, like time management, it didn't allow for it. So I think like creating that, yeah. it also depends how quickly you want it. Like we could have done that with the gym. You could do that with the gym, but it's a matter of do, yeah. how hard do you want to do it? And I think one thing I was getting at is that we had this friend, Derek, who like he was going to get into streaming video games. And it was just like, he just put up all these barriers of like, I need the top end stuff and I need this and I need that. And then it's like, I'll do it when I have this and I'll do it when this works and I'll do it when this happens. And then like that took a whole year. And then finally he had all the stuff that he wanted. And then did Derek ever stream? How many no. streams did Derek put up? Like three. <laughs> like three. That yeah. was it. It's just and they, yeah. dead. And they weren't streams and either. And it was like, dude, you got it. When you're into something, you got to seize the moment. Yeah. Like we, you can't just dwell on it. We like, had another friend that blew up with it and like just worked with what he had. Yeah. And tried it, took it. You know, he gave it a fair shot. Until, it, well, like you said, he didn't do it until he, when he knew it was time to stop, he stopped. Stop like kind of to your point was like don't burn things out because then you'll end up hating hobbies yeah but like do the things when you're into it the most otherwise yeah. you're not gonna like if we sat on the fish tanks for another yeah. four months we like who knows maybe it. another hobby would have came up or yeah. we'd just not be as yeah. interested so you got to seize the moment and i agree see what happens yeah i think just do it if it makes you happy try it see what happens give it a fair chance as well because things are going to be a struggle in the beginning like yesterday we when we were doing the fish tank things we ran into a couple headaches yeah. like we were touching the rocks and we we're like, whoa, fuck. <laughs> Each rock's five to 10 pounds and that's a hundred bucks. Yeah. And it's like you said, it's like, so that startup cost after that, it's not going to be that much. But the other big, big piece behind it is just like, stop stressing. Yeah. Things like you got to try it. You got to do it. And if you fucking hate it, it's not permanent. Literally nothing's yeah. permanent. Yeah. And just break it down. Small steps, right? Like we'll get the live sand. Maybe we'll just get one rock. Yeah. Today get the tank cycle then we can just add rocks yeah i also yeah, like cool. at that other piece it's like both of us aren't at the point where we're like being idiots it's not like we like you said we went with like the tank that's going to be an all-in-one it's going to be a pretty easy setup and then aside from that it's like it's the if we spent a hundred dollars on a rock is it going to kill you today no yeah. it's yeah it's like just get it set up the way you want it and then nourish it yeah and i saw they like make attachments for that tank where like you can take out the filter piece and put in a little refugium Oh, that's still so you could put like the biofiltration on the top in the middle. You could put a bunch of algae and put a little light on it. Oh, it's still and like you can have that do some like biological filtration and then that you could put carbon at the bottom. Where do you buy all that shit? It's, it's like on Amazon. Oh, like that's really cool. Party company makes it. Oh, that's fucking sick. But like, yeah, you can just expand it as you go yeah. instead of just like having to worry about like the top of the line yeah. and all the fucking gadgets. And oh, that's fun. One piece of advice and then we'll close it out. Hobbies do it with other people. That's one of the oh, biggest yeah. things I think I like too. It's like to my point of being friends with people or close to people who know certain things and you're interested about it, ask them questions, but then try to do it with them. Like you'll learn more. Like you know enough about fish tanks. I haven't done, I did the freshwater stuff. I know like the basics from Google, but it's like, why am I going to spend thousands of hours, not thousands of hours, but decent chunk <laughs> yeah. of fucking time on Google and YouTube trying to learn it when you have a better understanding and then we can just grow off of that. And it's like, why would I? And like the fun piece is like, cool, we're going to set these tanks up together. Like we'll set yours up and then we'll go set mine up. And it's like, or at least that's my idea. Maybe not. <laughs> but it's like, why would I go ahead and Google these things and do it by myself? Like the fun part about it is doing it with the group. That's my opinion. What Ken do you want us to talk about today? No, nothing. I thought you said we should talk about love, love tanks. tanks. Nah, <laughs> we did. We said we were going to talk about it, but we'll, we'll talk about next that on one. next week. Next week, we're going to talk about love tanks, how to fill them and our experiences with them. I'd love somebody to get in here, but I we're think having events. 
He just didn't answer me, but he texted back another group chat. So yeah, might be a good guess for that. Yeah, love tanks. Yeah, yeah, we'll get her on. And Vince ignored me. He read it and ignored me. Trainers at work, I'm assuming. Uh, I guess he never got on here. Piece of yeah, shit. Well, chat. It's been an hour. We got a lot of stuff to do. Yeah, today. we got a busy, Happy busy day. Easter. Goodbye.